By what name are you known? There are some who call me... Tim? Hi, this is Stephen with the Fancy Friendship Podcast, a show that allows everyday people to share their most bizarre and unique experiences. And let me introduce you to the best 20 minutes of your day, nay, perhaps a lifetime, because you are listening to the sensational, the conversational, the electrifying, mesmerizing, the bewildering, the glimmering, the trending, the mind-bending, and hopefully never-ending. Prepare to be more content with content than you've ever been before, the master of cerebral fitness, it's Tim McCarthy in his show, 20 Tim Minutes. What is happening, party people? You are back with another episode of 20 Tim Minutes. We are on episode 21. I am your host, Tim McCarthy. Welcome. This is a podcast that focuses on mental health through my humor, insight, and personal stories. So if this is the first time you're rocking with me, I appreciate it. If this is your multi-time rocking with me, I super double appreciate it. Always love you guys when you're checking in with me, episode 21. That introduction was done by my good friend Steven from Fantasy Friendship Podcast. They interviewed me not too long ago. Actually, it was a long time ago, and they're finally releasing my episode, I think, on April 12th. I'll obviously post that and uh, share everything about me because that's the egomaniac that I am. I interviewed with him and Logan. We had a good time talking about the time I was on a game show. Match Game Season 3, Episode 14 or 15, the one with George Costanza and Bubba Watson. Go download it. See your boy with a sick-ass mustache. Do I win? Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I do. So go watch that. Fun time, fun interview. So Fantasy Friendship Podcast, go check them out. Very good podcast, actually. So I'm not just saying that because uh, they interviewed me. I actually like those dudes a lot. And uh, me and Steven have become good little friends. We chat, we have some fun, and we just tell each other jokes all the time. So... Episode 21. Episode 20 was kind of a success. If you listen to it, uh, you got me crying at the end, which I wasn't going to try to do, but kind of makes sense that I did it on episode 20. Um, that was a fun episode for me up until that point, and I felt like a fucking idiot. Um, just because crying's weird in front of people, and then when you do it to people that you don't probably know that listen to the podcast. At least I wasn't like doing the old like upper lip one when it's like your bottom lips touching the back of your throat and like... <laughs> That would have been embarrassing, but I appreciate it. All the nice words everyone said, per usual. I love you guys so much. Um, let's, let's do my thanks real quick. Thank you to Vinyl Disorder for my stickers. You can get 60% off if you go and check them out. VDS Special. VD Special. Go check them out. Buy some stickers, 60% off. They're actually sick, dude. I'm not even just saying that. I finally got my dogs back in, so if you want a dog sticker of my blind dog, Fanny, and my German Shepherd, Charles Barkley, holler at me and I'll send them to you. I still get hats from uh, Classic Customs. If you want one of those, let me know. I'm doing a raffle, I think, right now this week. So if you want to get one, hit me up. I'm going to get shirts remade. Got a a brand new idea for one that I think is going to knock your socks off. If you don't have socks on, then it's going to melt your skin off your foot. Don't forget this summer. Be sure to put SPF 30 on the tops of your feet because if you don't, it is awful. Um, That's one of the worst sunburns you can have. I kind of like when it's the top of my head that gets sunburned because when you push it, you just get all that dead skin that falls out. I don't know. I kind of like sunburns a little bit. One time uh, back in the day in high school, my girlfriend at the time put baby oil on my back and I thought it was suntan lotion. 
Oh, sunscreen, I mean. And I got like second or third degree burn. No, second degree burns. I don't know if that's even a thing. But I had like bubbles on my shoulders. Like I couldn't even wear a tank top. That was the worst pain. One of the worst pains I've ever had in my life. One of the worst pains I've actually ever had in my life was uh, getting a root canal, getting my wisdom teeth taken out, and getting dry sockets. If you don't know what dry sockets is, I don't know either, but you have to look it up. But it's like the gap where your teeth were with your wisdom teeth, and they have to clog it up. So you have to not get thing, things in there like food or debris. And obviously I did. So they had to take gauze, stick it in iodine, and jam it into my open holes. Oh, that was fucking awful. Like my teeth look good if you're watching this, but they're all fake. Not like fake as in like I got veneers, but like I got one missing. I got cavities up the wazoo. I'm actually looking to get a gold tooth where my missing one is, but everyone kind of makes fun of me for that. And uh, I don't know why, because gold teeth are pretty effing cool. Um, so let me catch you up on some things that you might have missed uh, if you don't follow me on social media. I talk about a lot, a lot of the same things about me, like jujitsu. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that today. But I am going to talk about, first up, my red-ass lips. It's the season where they change, and my lips get wicked sore, and I think it's because of chapstick. I don't drink enough water, but they're so red right now. It looks like I'm wearing cherry uh, fucking, what is it? I don't even know. <laughs> Not lipstick, but what's it? see, I don't even use it. That's why chapstick. That's the worst one you could use. If you use like red cherry flavor chapstick, you're like a nine-year-old. Don't be using that. You got to use like the Burt's Bees or the blue one where you just shove it on. I've been using Vaseline, how I look in the aqua green. Put some weed and some tissue away and close your eyes. Little Kim. Shout out to Little Kim. I wonder what she's up to right now. But so Twitter, all right? This big fiasco happened and I was at the center of it. I was in Twitter jail for 12 hours. Yeah, 20 10 minutes was in did a bid 12 hours in Twitter jail. Couldn't even tweet. Couldn't even like read tweets because it kept on popping up. So I'm going to do this real quick. I'm not going to call them out because the whole thing's over with, but this is like a straight up like gang war almost. So I got a reply to a tweet. I made a joke about bipolar day because it was bipolar day not too long ago. And I go, um, bipolar day. I actually don't even know the joke because it sucked. It wasn't even that, it wasn't even worth it. I texted my wife, Lindsay, and I go, I was like, today's on National Bipolar Day. And she's like, oh, that's good. And I go, so what are you going to get me for both of my moods? And she was like, LOL. So let's just say I use that joke because that joke's way better. This dude comes out of nowhere, all right? And I spelled bipolar wrong. I did B-I-polar, which isn't the right thing unless you're bisexually polar. And he goes, you spelled it wrong. It should be bipolar. I was like, okay, you got it, dude. So then I was like, you know what? I'm going to let this one go. But obviously, I couldn't let this one go. So I went down like a deep dive on his profile, and he replied to another tweet I had that I didn't even know existed. It was a photo, a screen grab from my episode. Like, I didn't make this pose. It just happened because YouTube picks three random clips, and I'm always, everyone's like, my hands are up. I look like a magician. So this one, my arm was out, and my, because you guys can see I talk out of the side of my mouth. I don't know why, and I keep forgetting to ask my mom and my doctor, but it looked like it was it was extra. My eyes were closed. So it maybe looked like I was I was maybe making fun of somebody, but I wasn't. So I preference that in a tweet and I go, hey, I'm not making fun of anybody, but look at the way this happened. This guy, same guy, says I'm making fun of stroke victims, special needs people. I go, where the fuck do you get off, pal? So me and him went back and forth a bunch and it, it got kind of hairy for a while. 
he reported me supposedly he, he supposedly he didn't but he did so i had to do a bid for fucking 12 hours and i couldn't tweet so you know me mr social media couldn't do anything because this guy was like you can't judge somebody off twitter like he was like personally attacking me and i was like dude how about you how about you message me in the dms he's like no that's too personal i'm like this is personal so I started saying shit back. I call him a pretentious pretentious asshole like two or three times. So I get why I, I I had to do a little bit of hard time. But come on, my dude. They're another podcast. I'm not going to give their name because I'm not going to let them. I'm not going to look them up. I'm not going to give them views. It's fine. If they want to come on the podcast and chat about it and we can have a live debate or what have you, holler at me. I'm not scared. Like I always say, just because a guy does a mental health podcast doesn't mean he can start some sh- he can't start some shit all right oh i had to get that off my chest i told my uh, other friends on twitter that i wouldn't bring this up but i'm petty i am tom petty the heartbreaker i'm gonna bring it up so it's been brought up and fuck that dude and fuck his co-host so i'd actually never got to thank adrian um she did an intro intro on one of my episodes previously sculpt by adrian she got me this gratitude journal that i haven't started yet so i apologize adrian she wrote me this nice little note and gave it to me so it's like you write three things that you're grateful for and uh that's one of the things that i learned from my friend kerry and you should all too think about three things you're grateful for every day and i don't know what my three are today so let's let's go off the top of the dome on the microphone oh there's a little rhyme for you little kim how's she doing um, what are three things I'm grateful for? I think family, um, Lindsay and Lindsay's new car. Lindsay got a brand new car and I'm so happy for her. Cause now she can shut the fuck up about her old car, which was driving me insane. When you get a new car, you have like that new feeling. You're like, you feel like a million bucks. It can be like a used car with like 80,000 miles on it. And you feel like a, a bunch of, you just feel so happy about it. Like I got my truck and I remember I was just driving around to, to Gorilla Black Compton. You remember that song? What's that guy doing right now? He was like Biggie Light Light. Like he wasn't even close to Biggie, but goddamn Gorilla Black. But think of three things you're grateful for and be grateful for them. So this other thing that happens a lot, and I think it happens to other people, like even on Facebook or Twitter, where it's like you tag three people and it's like, hey, I challenge you to pretty much say that you're like not anti-racist or like you 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 have to like claim that you're anti-racist or like stop asian hate all that stuff and that's in good fun but i don't feel like why why do i have to be put on the spotlight of uh showing you that i'm a normal person when it comes to that i feel like it's like a guessing game where you're like i gotta find out if this guy's an asshole or not which takes away from the fun because i like finding out who's an asshole like that guy that guy's an asshole from uh twitter so i'm gonna i'm gonna let it be known right now this podcast, me, Tim McCarthy, saying it right now, this is a pro-gay, black, white, Asian, Spanish, uh, transgender, anything else I'm missing, I am pro all of that. You know what I'm anti? I'm anti-assholes. I don't care what you are, what you do, what you say, what you represent. If you're an asshole, you're a fucking asshole and I don't like you. That's it. I also don't support uh, racism nazis and pedophiles you guys can fuck off but just letting it be known if you're a good person you're a good person all right and i love you i don't care what you well i do care i care for you but i don't care in a sense that what you are as a person is going to affect anything 
So I'm letting that be known right now. 20 Tim Minutes podcast welcomes everybody that is not an asshole. If you're an asshole, get the fuck out, all right? So I just had to say that. Get it out of the way. I'm not doing any more tweets or like chain tweets of like showing what type of person I am. Listen to the podcast and I'll tell you what type of person I am, all right? Where I'm from, bullies get bullied, okay? Zach Randolph, Memphis Grizzlies. We don't really bully bullies in Quincy or Whitman for that matter. But if someone's getting bullied on Twitter, I have no problem stepping in and saying a bunch of stupid shit to somebody and maybe going to jail. But I ain't no snitch. I am no snitch, even though I snitch on that guy. Fuck him. <laughs> He's probably not even listening. I don't think he even knows I exist anymore, which is fine. My podcast is better. And I don't care to say that. I'm fucking mad. Dude, I sound like a fucking egomaniac right now, don't I? But fuck it. You know what I mean? I'm feeling good. Looking good. Doing great. Drinking my water. Oh, sorry. I need to take a sip, man. My fucking mouth. These dry ass lips. So recently it was Easter and I went to go see my sister and family. Got to see the whole gang. My mom, my sister, my brother-in-law, my niece, nephew, nephew, my brother, his wife, my little brother. It was a it was a party. We did our little Jackbox games. If you don't play Jackbox, look those up. Great party game. It's pretty much Cards Against Humanity. It's called Quiplash. <sighs> Phenomenal game. They and it keeps you off your phone because you have to use your phone as a remote control. So everyone's involved at the same time because like sometimes someone's on their phone, they're not paying attention. Blah blah blah. Play those games. But I noticed something too. Me and my younger brother played like uh, Nintendo Switch with my nephew. And uh, we played Super Smash Brothers and Mario Kart, and he kicked the shit out of us, my nephew, in uh, Super Smash Brothers. I don't like that game. I don't know what's going on. But Mario Kart, your boy, was putting on a clinic. I don't take any prisoners, all right? And we were having fun, and uh, after it was over, he was kind of upset, and uh, no one knew why, and me and my brother were like, I think he's just upset because he lost. And video games are weird like that. I posted the time I won the Nintendo Friendo, and I... I used to get fucking pissed at video games, like very upset all the time. So I understand where he's coming from as a little kid because you don't want to lose. You see those videos all the time where someone gets dunked on and the kid just can't handle it. It's good to get it out of the way now because when you start losing, you don't want to lose anymore. I think that's why it became so competitive in board games and video games. Lindsay fucking hates that about me, but I don't like losing. I would rather go up against somebody that is a bit aggressive in a game because they're into it. I don't want some lackadaisical guy playing me in anything. Like, you got to bring it. Bring it with me. You're playing Clask, Rummy 500, Bago, Cornhole, whatever you call it. I'm bringing it. And you, I bring the intensity. You better bring it too. But, like, I was getting pissed about a game earlier. Like, I dropped F-bombs left and right playing NBA 2K21. That game sucks. God damn it. But I feel like video games must be played by uh, everybody. Get you competitive. I love video games. Not right now, though. Um, I was also thinking about the, um, my pet peeves recently. And I feel like that's a good one to, uh, to complain about. Because I have a lot of pet peeves that I haven't gotten off my chest yet. And uh, I'm just going to give them to you right now. My number one, I'll tell you this, my number one of all time is people that don't stick by their word. If they're going to say something and they don't they don't stick by it, it, drives me fucking nuts, okay? I don't if I tell you I'm doing something, I'm doing it. I don't care. I'm going all in. So, that's number 1. Everything else not in really order. 
I don't know if this is even a pet peeve, but styrofoam in general. Ugh. Oh, I can't even think about it. If, oh, Jesus. The sound of it and the texture drives me nuts. It makes me want to fucking... It's like nails on a chalkboard. It's up there, but nails on a chalkboard don't really... Isn't a pet peeve for me. Styrofoam. You, uh, honestly, if you see me next and you start rubbing styrofoam in my face, I will, I will literally pinch the back of your arm. And you don't even know what I'm going to do, but don't do it. Next is t-shirt tags. I don't know why t-shirts even have tags anymore. Especially the old Navy ones where they have it on your stomach. What the fuck is up with that? I don't need that. Why is the tag around my my muffin top? It just tickles me. I don't want to be tickled by a shirt. Just just print what we need in the in the cotton. Just write it. We all know how to wash a shirt. Turn it inside out. Everyone should just wash their clothes in cold water. Washing things in hot water doesn't even work. I don't know why you guys do that. Save the world. Pen clicking, I feel like everyone's that. A big one for me. If you follow me on Instagram, you know this about me. School buses. All right? We got to figure something out with them. We got to teach the kids. They got to look both ways. I don't think anyone's flying down the street anyway. If there was no stop sign, stop sign for a school bus. We get it as drivers. But these kids need to learn today how to look both ways. I should be able to pass a school bus when when the guy's talking to the kid. He's like, hey, Johnny, nice new backpack. And he's getting off and, and, and it's on the same side as the street. He's not even crossing the street. Let me just go. I just worked, a, I just worked for 12 hours. I just want to go home. These kids are getting driven around for like six minutes to go to school for two hours. Then they got to go home and Zoom for the rest of the day. I don't have that type of time. Teach your kids how to cross the street. Sorry. Pen clicking, yeah. Another one, I think I've talked about this and you'll pick up on it when people aren't paying attention to you and you're telling a story and they just hit you with, oh, that's crazy. Next time someone says that to you, you're going to know they're not listening to you at all. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. I was, uh, that's crazy. But I want to start doing Q&As or advice, even though I shouldn't be giving out any. So if you have a question and you need an answer or you need some advice, go to 20timminutes.com. I put a Q&A section in there. Give me something good. I'll give you some advice. I got one question already asked on Twitter. One of my podcast friends. I don't want to say their name because I don't know if they want me to say their name. But is using humor a mask for high-functioning anxiety and low-key panic attacks or used to break the ice and potentially change the subject? Hmm. For me, it's definitely a mask for functioning anxiety and low key panic attacks. The other one, I don't break in the ice for sure. Like I'll make humor to break any awkward ice, but potentially change the subject. You ever have those situations where someone's talking to you about something, you just want to get out of it. That's one of the toughest things to, to relay out of it's so hard, but definitely a mask for high functioning anxiety and low key panic attacks because a defense mechanism so it shows you that you're being cool but you're actually not being cool you're just kind of just laughing through the pain you're like uh, okay let's uh let's get the fuck out of this right now let me tell you a joke because that's showbiz baby (laughs) the anxiety show featuring tim mccarthy 24 hours a day seven days a week 365 days a year how about your boy I had nothing to talk about this episode before I came in. I did a great job of talking about stuff for almost 20 minutes. Doing great. So let me make sure I get all my notes here. Yeah, I definitely forgot something, but music suggestion. 
I don't think he's going to make it. Hopefully he does. I'm very sad about this. DMX, okay? I feel like people like always think they're on the bandwagon when like people like are are passed away or going to pass away. They jump on the wagon. But people my age, 35 and around that, they we grew up with DMX, okay? I was like, got to be 12 years old. What was it, 98 when his first album came out? I was 12 years old listening to his first two albums. Uh I forget what the first one. I, I'm never good with album names. I know uh, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood on My Blood. My favorite song is uh, Bring Your Whole Crew by him. It reminds me of that CKY video of Mike Vallali beating up those three uh, dudes at the store. You ever seen that? Were you a big CKY guy? I was. And that song's playing, he just beats the bag out of people. Like That would be uh, the best, like, just fighting somebody. But listen to DMX. He's not doing too hot. And uh, he was like the first, like, gangster rapper listening as a kid you're like this dude's fucking crazy dude up in here and he was like a hot like uh, he was hot for a while like he was in movies with like jet lee and shit i've never seen them but they're probably great and then i just finished watching this was a uh, bad trip with eric andre on netflix dude i was losing it i've liked eric andre for a while i love the eric andre show give that a watch it's it's good it's uh it's not gonna blow your socks off or uh, melt your skin off your feet but It'll give you a chuckle here or there. Okay. Um, so I have some interviews coming up. This week, I have Vince and Gracie with Love Brain Apparel Company. If you're a fan of this show, you know they're my good friends. And I, I sat down and talked with both of them. This will be released this week. Be sure to check that out. Um, hopefully, you guys are liking the interviews. I actually have two more coming up so far. And I got a bunch of other people booked for uh, like uh, meet and greets so I can see if they can fit. And it's been a lot of fun just chatting with different people. I'm trying to take on subjects that I'm not good with. Like I did the postpartum. Like I want to take things head on that I don't know about. There's a lot of things I have questions for and I'm like too afraid to ask publicly. But if I have like a one-on-one with somebody, I can be like, hey, I'm kind of stupid. So uh, can I ask you this question? But this Thursday and every Thursday, potentially, if I can get somebody in every block. Episodes, interviews with yours truly, 20 10 minutes. I thank you guys for another episode of 2010 Minutes, episode 21. I love you guys so much. You know that. I will say it every week until I am dead in the ground, which is never going to happen unless that dude from Twitter comes to my house and kills me for talking shit. JK, love you guys so much. And now, time's up. That's my new saying. Bye. Have a good one. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.